Hi all, this is RVE and you're listening to the podcast RVE for the HSP. Welcome. It is May 31st, 2021 and how are you doing? There is a lot of energy, of course, so let's get right to it, shall we? I hope you're doing well out there. Um, let's do a quick recap of the past week astrologically to see the kind of energies that we've been dealing with. Ooh. <laughs> I can see we had a couple squares and we had uh, Saturn turning retrograde. I forgot that happened. So uh, that's a whole inner experience of overcoming obstacles and figuring out your work ethic and how to improve that, who you are in the world, long-term goals. I mean, no small thing, right? So uh, look it up if you're interested in learning more about it. Mercury quintile Chiron. All right. Okay. Another quintile between the sun and Neptune. The full moon in Sagittarius, if you all caught that, I mean, it's super big. Because it's, we have four super moons in a row, I think. And uh, it was, there was also a full lunar eclipse as well. So that was pretty big. And that was just a few days ago. So uh, also look that up <laughs> and read more about it. Um, lunar eclipses are endings or things coming to completion. Uh, a new chapter, you know, doors closing and new ones opening, that kind of thing. All those metaphors. Venus square Neptune. Venus quintile Chiron. That probably had a lot to do with healing. Healing addictions or healing something holding you back. Uh, an unhealthy habit. Anger. As well. Mercury conjunct Venus, hello, and then Mercury turned retrograde. That happened a couple days ago. That's always fun. That'll be three weeks, and then it turns direct, and then uh, it's another three weeks or so while it still kind of gets up to speed. That's funny. I noticed that I said direct, but I also say direct, so <laughs> I go back and forth as to how to pronunciate that word. I just find that amusing for some reason. Um, all right, let's look over the week coming up. Do, do, do. 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 So today, Memorial Day in the United States, a day of observance, we have Mars trine Neptune. Mars and Cancer, that's all about the home, memories, roots, family, inner world, and sense of security. So Mars is in Cancer, and Mars is kind of, you know, energy, action, fired up, uh, it rules Aries, or Aries rules Mars, however that goes. Um, so, yeah, okay. So you could be feeling very passionate about those things. And who wouldn't? 
I think it's really important to recognize it, it was a long time ago I realized that home was basically it was up to me to make it where I go kind of a, a lot of people they um they get stuck maybe in this concept that home is just where they grew up and so they never leave and I get it the thing is I get it I you know, I'm a Libra ascendant. <laughs> That's my rising sign. So it is easy for me to, um, to see different sides of a situation and different experiences and opinions. So I do get that a lot of people just, you know, love their lives and their friends and family and they don't venture far from that. What I'm talking to is um, the experience of just being too scared to you know, go beyond the boundaries that you've always known. And home and a sense of family can be found in, in different ways and in um, uh, with different people as well. There is, I believe, the concept of not only family uh, by genetics, but found family as well. Um, Definitely, as, as uh, you know, as we live our lives. Friends. As friends and uh, fur angels. I got to give a shout out <laughs> to our furry uh, pets. All right. So, moving on. That was kind of like a side rant for whatever reason. Something about Mars and, oh yeah, Mars and Cancer. So it's trying Neptune and Pisces, and Neptune rules Pisces. So that can be about finishing karmic cycles, dealing with dealing and healing addictions, uh, dreams, spiritual connection. Um, so there's always potential for healing in Pisces, in uh, Neptune and Pisces. Trines are positive energy, so work it, work it, work it. All right. I'm just going to focus on the larger aspects that sort of jump out at me. On the 2nd of June, June uh, 1st is tomorrow, but then the following day we have Mercury retrograde semi-sextile Mars. That's a smaller positive aspect. Mercury retrograde is in Gemini. And Mercury rules Gemini. So things could be, I don't know, retrograde's always a little weird. Things could go wacky when it comes to technology or things just take longer. Um, decisions sometimes have to be reassessed. The word re comes into play a lot. Reassess, redo, reconsider. Uh, June 3rd, the sun is trying Saturn retrograde. That sounds like it's a good day for... Um, moving forward with some kind of work or career goal. The sun is in Gemini and Saturn retrograde is in Aquarius. So you could have a new idea as to what you want to do in the world for yourself. That's great because also on the third, we have Venus trying Jupiter. Hoo -hoo -hoo. Yes, a please. That is a fantastic aspect. Combine that with the sun trying 
Saturn retrograde? Oh, yeah. Uh, so Venus is all about what we love and our relationships, art, harmony. Jupiter is the good luck planet, great benefic. Woo, woo. So there are two really good trines going on on the third, and those are the only exact aspects happening on that day. So that's a good day. When is that? Thursday? Um, yeah. Okay. Keep a lookout. And then on the 5th, which is Saturday, we have Mercury retrograde square Neptune. Squares ask for some sort of action on our parts to clear up a frustrating or stressful situation. So be on the lookout for that. It could very well have to do with healing an unhealthy habit or addiction. Um, just remember that Mercury retrograde is in place, so there could be some reconsidering. If you're, um, you know, check everything twice. <laughs> if you're driving anywhere, check the tires, that kind of thing. Uh, Neptune, again, can be about uh, our spirituality. And, um, you know, finishing, uh, finishing something major in your life. Look, we're all, I think everyone's going through some kind of um, readjustment period right now and uh, like across the board like across the world basically is what I'm trying to say so yeah <laughs> so it likely has something to do with that like how are you readjusting your life re got the re readjustment all right and then on the fifth also we have Mars opposite Pluto retrograde so the third is like this awesome day. And then the fifth is like, whoo, how you doing? Smack, smack, smack. Uh, we got a square and then the op an opposition between Mars and Pluto retrograde. Are you kidding me? Ugh. So it's good we have those trines to like get us feeling good to deal with whatever stress we're going to be having to face. Mars is in Cancer again, and I told you about that earlier, and Pluto retrograde is all about shadow side stuff and power and control issues, manipulation, blah, healing that and transforming it, and that is still in Capricorn, which has to do with authority figures, our relationship to authority, large and small, including ourselves, our work, who we are in the world, our career, it's Saturn rules Capricorn, so the two of them are like linked with similar energy in that way so you're you know majorly transforming who you are in the world um, according to you know your passions and inner inner world right so and sense of security and that's another thing you know this is also going to be a little bit of a side rant I think but when it comes to security I think it's super important the only I mean, really, one of the only ways to truly feel secure within is to be calm and balanced. And I was going to do my whole every day, work on ways to be and stay 
<laughs> but I just, I just had to break into the calm and balanced, like without that, because really that's everything in connecting with God, universal energy, source spirit, God being shorthand for good. Um, how you understand that, but it's like, you know, I don't know. I used to get pissed off about this, but I can't believe the whole concept of people still know what good is, right? You know, how could people get that twisted? I don't think you can, at least in my eyes. Anyway, um, if you need a basic, you know, rundown, one thing to look at or, you know, 10 commandments, you start with that. <laughs> basic kind of Bible teachings or Jesus teachings, right? Christ consciousness. I mean, there's a start, but it, across the board in different religions, there are great um uh great wisdoms to live by when it comes to good being good anyway part of being good is being compassionate and and uh yeah i just wanted to say that so <laughs> i kind of lost my train of thought truthfully so uh what was i talking about last last thing i was talking about was mars opposite pluto retrograde that's healing and transforming like who you are in the world. No small thing. Oh yeah. Secure. Because Mars is in um, cancer, which is like inner sense of security in our inner worlds. And really that is just uh, connecting with God, God energy, universal energy, right? And then uh, and, and, uh, clearing out the mind working on uh, main, maintaining uh, the thermostat within and, you know, working on uh, maintenance. It's like a daily thing, right? Yeah, of course it is. You know that. That's what this podcast is about. So uh, that's like some semblance of security. But a lot of people are, I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people are just, you know, freaking out just calm down calm down and take a moment and breathe uh, so you should be figuring out something to, that you're doing daily in terms of um, a skill set or like tools to de-stress stress is a real thing to be dealing with everyone every day work on de-stressing okay so that is my oh before I go, I do want to mention on the 10th, there's a new moon. And it looks like there's another eclipse too. And that new moon is in Gemini. So all this stuff in, in Gemini over this coming up week, um, know that there's a new moon approaching too. And so that's it's good for you to think about what you want to move forward with in terms of goals having to do with communication and um, what you learn um, it also has to do with short trips, maybe. I don't know. But this is all during a retrograde, so I'm not quite sure how that's going to switch things up. And let me just take a look-see here. Um, do, do, do. Yeah, I'll talk more about that next week. So, okay, hold on. I'm looking something up. Just give me a moment, <laughs> please. Yeah, that's not happening until the middle of next week. So um, 
But the fifth, this is what's important to leave you with. The fifth, which is Saturday, there, there are no other exact aspects happening uh, until the 10th. So there's five days before this lunar eclipse new moon, which is so interesting. So we have the two trines, Sun trine, Saturn retrograde, Venus trine, Jupiter, phenomenal. And then we have the uh, a couple days later, Mercury retrograde, square Neptune, Mars opposite Pluto retrograde, both on the same day, the 5th. And then like nothing until the 10th, which is a full five days later. So it's very, I find that interesting. Hmm. There's, uh, you know, things are going to be percolating. We'll see what, what new things come from that, that, and we'll talk more about it next week. All right. I'm moving now to the guidance card portion of the podcast. I do use the Osho Zen Tarot. I'm now going to ground it all in energy for the highest good for all, most benevolent outcome for all. I encourage you to take this time to take a few breaths and clear your mind and do some conscious breathing. I will be back shortly. Thank you. Doki. So, what, uh, oh, okay. All right. I was going to say, what should listeners focus on over this next week? And we have Four of Cups turning in, which is a card of straight up meditation in the Osho Zen. It features a woman sitting here meditating. I'm going to turn on the light to get a closer look. Yeah. And, um, she has a beautiful multicolored aura of light around her and it's burning away like the, the gross uh, gray mists of the mind with all these faces and open mouths like talking to her. What, there's even like a grimace. It looks scary. So these faces, you know, some of them are arguing. Some of them look scared. Some of them look mean. But these are all the voices within us, right? So, and this woman has her eyes closed and she's very peaceful and she's just transforming it all with healing, beautiful color and light. So there's one more card underneath it. Okay. I'm going to look at it. Ooh, seven of cups projections. Okay. The interesting thing about this is that it features a man and a woman looking at each other. And then it features like an aura in front of them as well with these false faces, like in the myth, in the mist. So all these faces are in the mist in, in, in these two cards. But this card always speaks of, um, to me, uh, understanding that what you're seeing may not be exactly what is real or what is happening. Uh, sometimes things, uh, most of the time, I would venture to say, things seem or appear a certain way, but in reality, they're not. Because our minds, we don't see the world 
as it is, we see the world as we are. So uh, I remember back, I mean, I only realized that, like, I don't know, fairly recently, really, the extent of how wrong people can misread situations and like not even know it because they never get they never get the real truth right if they see something and they pass judgment they don't know what the real truth is so um at any rate <laughs> uh okay I'm getting distracted because I'm thinking of all kinds of examples from, from my own life and I'm torn as to whether or not to talk about a new one or whether to refer to old ones. But um, there are several situations I've talked about in past podcasts where I get really scared, like I got scared because things appeared a certain way and um, people looked a certain way and there were, you know, there was a scary car engine and whatever and it, I jump to these assumptions and... I was completely and totally wrong. And I know that because I, enough information came in where I realized what was really happening. So I'm not going to go into any specifics other than that, but it does absolutely 100% happen. How often? I don't know, but I would venture to say pretty often. So again, check yourself, like just know that you're not always right. That's a, a start. You're not always right. Um, and even if you have a gut feeling about something, it could be about something that's just all in your head. It's weird. Gosh. Anyway, um, just understanding that that can happen is a beginning. Seven of Cups is also about choice. So you could be having a lot of choice right now. Four of Cups can be about missed opportunities. It can be about feeling bored, blah, blah, blah. In the tr traditional tarot, the person sitting under the tree does not see a cup of gifts and blessings that is being offered to them by God, universal energy, because they're too, you know, you know, gazing at their own navel and bummed out about what didn't work out for them and blah, blah, blah. So make sure, focus on what you're focusing on. Turn in, meditate, clear your mind. Uh, when it comes to choices, try to get clear about things instead of um, projection. Know that you have projections and you could see things uh, not very clearly, particularly with Mercury retrograde. So take, make the extra effort to stay open-minded when it comes to stuff. And let's see what else there's to say. What else about these two cards? So four of cups and seven of cups, lots of emotions. Uh, meditate. Clearly it's telling me to meditate is the word of the day. <laughs> and um, all that is is clearing your mind. All right. So past lives came out, number 18, which is the moon card. Very interesting. The moon card, that's, that is being unclear. That is stuff that is hidden. It's a certain sense of mystery. It's also like our fears. And um, 
this card always speaks to me of the subconscious, like healing all the wounds that we experienced as toddlers before the age of five that we don't even remember. That's a thing. Um, not to mention just karmic energy in, in general that we were even born with, that we inherited through our DNA. That's also a thing. So, um, okay, wow. <laughs> so, okay, how to deal with the, with the moon card. How to deal with, how listeners can deal with the moon card. I don't know if that question can even be answered because the moon card is itself like a mystery. <laughs> um, so this is all very mysterious, what I'm getting from these cards so far and very much having to do with the mind and emotions and uh, clearing up, just focus on the self. I mean, that's, that's what I was saying for like a whole year for my past podcasts every day, focus on yourself, heal yourself. It's true. There's nothing else. Don't, there's nothing else to focus on other than healing yourself. And this week, take, take some time and sit and breathe and clear your mind because you're going to need it. Apparently. What else? Any, anything else to tell people, listeners for the next week to focus on? As I wrap up this very short reading, four of cups, seven of cups, and the moon. Look it up, too, if you feel so called. Oh, not too many cards. Half the deck tried to flip. Um, but the Osho Zen meetings, meanings are a little different from the traditional tarot. So uh, it, be wary of Mercury retrograde and that there could be miscommunications. That's kind of what that Seven of Cups projections card is saying to me. And um, clear out the, the angry, fearful voices in your head. All right. Ooh, okay. We have, uh, because we have Page of Pentacles Adventure showing up and this shows um a toddler a little boy or girl uh in the forest walking into beautiful like rainbow light so this speaks to me very clearly of inner child work which has to do with subconscious stuff healing stuff do you know how terrifying certain things were when we were young i mean I, we all have stuff to heal but I can't even imagine. I mean, when I was a toddler, I know that there was a story where my parents in by the crib, my parents um, like had some kind of fight. And I believe my father struck my mother and she fell on the floor in front of the crib, mind you. So uh, my twin brother and I are watching this. I can't imagine how traumatic that is. For a little baby. That alone. 
Um, not to mention, remember, I told this one story where uh, my brother and I were playing in a sandbox and we must have been under five. I wouldn't be surprised if we were three or four. And these two bigger kids came and like forced us to build them a sandcastle. And it was scary. Scary AF. Because these, there was like threat of great bodily harm. I'm not even kidding. This was straight ass mafia stuff happening in the freaking play box sandbox as a little child so don't ask me where the adult was no idea but um that was horrible horrible um but that happened and these are just two things that I know, you know, who knows what else? Uh, tons, right? So how do you, how do you do it? How do you deal with the amount of pain to heal and how do you heal it? Well, that is an individual thing, peeps. Look it up. Look into it. How do I heal my subconscious? How do I heal my inner child? Inner child work. Um, but surrounding your inner child in like healing rainbow light and love, that sounds like a good start. I mean, this little, ch this child is on an adventure. So play, allow yourself to play. That's a start. Have an adventure. Look into, you know, focus on stuff because these first three cards are kind of bum, not bumming necessarily, but you know, dealing with fears and clearing out negative thoughts and whatever. I mean, it's a lot of work, right? So remember to play. Clue into your inner child, stuff that used to excite you as a kid, or do something that makes you feel like a kid. That shouldn't be hard. People, it, depending on where you are in the world, I mean, um, stay safe, but there is opportunity to get out a little more. And for the places where there aren't, uh, prayers, prayers to you. Stay safe. Okay. To finish up the reading. Wow. Okay. We have the Ace of Wands, the Source coming out and the Master card, which is a special card just for the Osho Zen Tarot deck. And it is amazing. It's like a fifth Ace. Um, now, what's interesting is that the source card, the Ace of Wands, it features like a sun, vibrating, pulsating, energizing ball of fire and passion and inspiration and healing. And on the, on the uh, Master card, there's the moon. And um, it shows a figure, the philosopher Osho, I believe, like standing in a forest but there's the moon like the white healing light is coming down along with like a soft rainbow spectrum which is beautiful it's very it's divine healing so the moon essentially is kind of showing itself twice here um, there could be great healing coming up with this next moon so focus on that but uh, just the fact that we're getting both kind of like the sun and the moon showing itself, because it is some kind of eclipse, remember, again, with this new moon coming up. Solar eclipse, I think. Whatever. I don't know too much about that. Look it up if you're interested. But, you know, 
Um, <laughs> there's something going on. Um, we have time to look into it. So, but these two cards are very, very um, powerful and positive when it comes to healing, well-being, um, new beginnings, uh, blessings. So, wow, this is like walking, it's like having new passion in life, right? New opportunities, new beginnings. And also, um, you know, having mastered the mind a bit. The moon rules cancer too. Remember that? So that's all about, that's the inner world, secure, sense of security, home and family. So, um, yeah, these are just two very, very empowered cards. So that's good. I think I'm going to wrap up the reading on when it comes to that. I'll just finish out the shuffle. All right. Woo. Okay, we got three of cups at the bottom of the deck, which is celebration. Very social. Four of swords, postponement. That's meditation, rest, rejuvenation. Three of pentacles, guidance. This features a literal angel on it flying into a healing rainbow light. And then the world card, completion. It's beautiful. So, look, it seems to me, you know, set some time for yourself to celebrate and have fun, dance. Um, you know, you know how to have fun. You know what makes you laugh. Laugh. Seek it out. And then also keep seeking out rest and rejuvenation because that's also important. You can't go from like zero to 60. And... Uh, you continue praying and asking for help for for uh, from God, universal energy, source, spirit, your spirit's angels, guides, including guardian angels, because you're entering like a whole new book when it comes to life. Right? Right. We all are. So, all right. That was pretty cool. I hope that was helpful. I think it was. Uh, you know, stay tuned for more. You have your homework assignments for the week. And... Um, as always, I send you love and peace and wish you to be safe and well. Thanks so much. Mwah.